The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is the Wednesday edition of the 630 Chad Afternoon News, the last Wednesday of the month, which means we welcome in Dr. Gans Ferentz, also a massive Raptors fan. Gans, yes, how you doing? Absolutely. Really good, really good. I'm excited. It's been a good week. It's, it's <laughs> been a good week. made the finals, you know. We so, should change good. the segment to how do the Raptors <laughs> in the finals make you feel? That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what we're going to talk about today is, uh, the, as you call it, the no-miss Father's Day gift, and that's understanding. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, Father's Day's coming up next month month and around this time we start to think about our dads and you know I think it's nice to have a conversation around around dads but around men in general how we function what our mindset is and what works best for us when it comes to how we communicate and and you know just having us understand ourselves but also other people understand how guys function and how we think and what makes us tick and the first thing here is men think fix first <laughs> so and I, and I know what you're saying when it comes yeah. to that you want to solve the problem yourself and not rely on anyone else right so th- this is this is a, it's it's funny because I've talked to so many couples right you, you talk to a heterosexual couple and you're always going to have this thing come up I've seen it across the board where you know, the, the 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 woman says, you know, I'm talking about something. And I've had this conversation with my own wife for probably about, like, seven to nine years in our relationship until I finally clued in. Um, but, uh, you know, she's talking about something. This happened and so-and-so happened at work and this, this went on. And it's like, and right away, my mind is like, okay, well, have you tried this? Did you do that? You know, have you gone here? And, you know... Whenever I did that, I could just kind of see the temperature boiling, right? It's kind of going up and up in my wife's eyes, right? And you see this in, in, in therapy sessions or in workshops as well. Because really what the other person is after, what they really need is some validation and some understanding. And really they just want to be heard and understood. And we're throwing stuff like, well, what were you wearing? Or what did you say? Or whatever. And uh, my experience of that is that although my intention is to solve the problem, what it sounds like, what comes off to the other person as is blaming right it's like oh well yeah, yeah you think it's my fault or you're you know you're you don't i didn't do this i didn't create this it's like you're trying to point out some flaws in their situation right well it seems that way to them but but we're, we're, like generally we're not we're just asking questions to try to figure out what's the best way to you're, find a solution as quickly as possible faster. yeah exactly <laughs> and they're like just let me feel for a second i just need to get it out <laughs> so why is it we approach situations like that as men Honestly, I think we're hardwired to do that, right? Um, I think, you know, we're, we, we have been um, traditionally throughout evolution have been the, the people who have to solve, like, the crisis problem if something's, like, if an animal's coming after us or whatever. We got to think fast to solve that issue as quickly as possible, right? And, and typically in our culture as well, um, we guys aren't taught or we're not well practiced at talking about and expressing emotion the same way that typically women are in our culture right and so because of that we want to get back to the good stuff as quickly as possible do you know what i mean if something's bugging somebody that we care about or if we're having an argument or whatever how can we as quickly as possible get through this and get back to the good stuff where things are calm we're getting along we're smiling or you know we're having a nice day why are we talking about this did you see what i'm saying but 
what truly happens is that when stuff comes up, right, whether it's old, like, historical stuff with the couple and they're trying to talk about that, it's not because somebody's trying to ruin the mood or somebody's trying to bring up old stuff. It's that the environment is safe enough to actually deal with some backlog of stuff in order to make the relationship actually better. So if us guys can kind of hang in there, we can actually make a make a better relationship and have a much better time of it. So if someone is internalizing a lot of these feelings and not thinking it, but not ever saying it to their significant other, are there steps that you can start to to unpack the quote unquote, I can't read your mind scenario? <laughs> so are you saying like the like the, the guy thinking that the, the girl might be thinking about something or the other way around? Or Which, either. Okay. Is there a fail safe solution to both genders? Well, I, I think the big thing is to understand that um, clear direct communication is always better than imagining that somebody knows or somebody understands what's going on right um a lot of times we think we think that somebody does uh, does get us right and i and again so in my relationship so my wife was telling me she would come home and she'd talk about okay well you know this happened at work and so and so did this and you know i'm doing the typical guy thing really well what did you say what you know what was going on or do, you, do you think they might have been going through this maybe maybe this was happening right i'm throwing in all these all these solutions right and finally she and she probably said it to me several other times in different ways but finally one day she just said listen just like shut up and listen <laughs> just, just <laughs> shut up and listen that's all i need from you right now i was like really that's it oh okay i can do that right so for whatever reason that time it got through and ever since then it's like oh okay so this is a listening conversation this is not a fixing conversation right yeah 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 and, and <laughs> it's that thing too where you know sometimes you try to have that conversation and you say you know what's wrong or right. what's on your mind but they shut down because i think they're thinking mm-hmm that you're going to get upset or you're not going to listen or you're going right. to try to solve that problem for them. Right. But they just want you to just sit there and just keep your ears open and shut up. <laughs> That's right. Just to have another human being listen to how you feel uh, and then validate your feelings. They don't have to agree with your like assessment of it or whatever, but the fact that you feel this way, I think it's important. And if you really look at, you know, look at the relationships that we all have, if you study them, um, you will see that when we fail to validate the other person's behavior, something weird happens. I think, you know, I think they kind of dig in their heels. Now, I don't, I, I got to be clear, this is not a conscious thing that people do because we, we do it ourselves too. When we don't feel understood, there's some part of us that has to try to prove our point in some way. And so st- we just get stuck. And so the more somebody throws a solution at us without first understanding where we're coming from or what we feel, the more likely we are to like throw the, the solution away or dodge it or tell them why it's not going to work or, or whatever. And typically we get more frustrated during that time too. And so- you, you wrote down something here, and I, and I like this, and it's mm-hmm. something I haven't thought of and probably many people haven't thought of, is a list of things to, to show that validation during those conversations. Like, I like it when you, you know, you just, you listen to me. And, right. just, and it's something as, but it's so simple, right? Like it, it, it sounds so simple, but at times it can be such a hard thing to do because men or women, uh-huh. we always have an opinion and we always want to try to share that with our significant <laughs> other. It's just how it is. Well, it's, it's an attempt at intimacy, right? I mean, and look at all of these things that we do, guys, girls, men, women, we do this because we're trying to have 
better connection. We're trying to have better, more intimate contact. So it's not that we're trying to screw each other up or screw each other over or whatever. We are really trying to have a deeper connection. But because we don't know the rules, <laughs> because we don't know how it works, we tend to do things that are counterproductive to what we really want to happen. And that's where we get ourselves in trouble. So are we are we more intuitive than we like our significant others? Are we more intuitive to their needs than we think we are, or are we maybe less intuitive? I, I would say we're less. I would say we're less. Um, it, 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 over time, okay. I, I think you know when when you're with somebody for a long period of time, you can get to know them. You can you can start to anticipate some of the stuff that they may be feeling or they may be thinking. But I always say. You know, make agreements, don't make assumptions, okay? So have the conversation. You know, you can you can be really in tune and really intuitive and think you know what's going on, but it's always good to check out. Honey, I noticed you're lying there, you know, kind of moaning. Are you feeling okay? Is this what's going on for you? No, no, no. Okay. Is there something I can do to help? Yeah, actually, you can, if you can get me, blah, 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 right? It's like, oh, okay, no problem, right? Because, because you know, when we check and when we take the time to ask, even that is showing validation because we're showing that we care and we're showing that we actually want to connect with them and really find out what's really going on, not just, well, let me fix this really quick so we can get back to the good stuff because, like, you know, I want to watch the game or, or whatever, right? Let's not have this right now. We're joined in studio right now with Dr. Gans Ferentz, psychologist with the Ferentz Group. We'll take a pause right now, but on the other side, we're going to chat about men always wanting to protect. You're listening to the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Brad Whisker and Morgan Black. We got a text in asking what happened to the Jalen Nye show. Jalen has not gone anywhere. <laughs> She's still here. She is still here, just not here today and through the rest of the week. She's at a conference out of town, though she will be back on Monday. Another text into 6.30, I'm a divorce lawyer and family mediator, and I couldn't agree more with the need to communicate and understand. People often need to remember that they should listen to listen, not to respond. Huh. They also need to remember to look at any situation or any conversation from the perspective of the person doing the talking. Oh, yeah. So, so true. So true. Well, you know, I heard this, and it's kind of, you know, a cheesy saying, but, you know, you have one mouth, you have two ears, so you should listen twice as much as you talk, right? And <laughs> there's, there's some wisdom in that. We, we tend to, in terms of communication, we tend to, um, you know, really n not actively listen. Like one of the things I do uh, with my clients, and I do this like in workshops and stuff like that too, is I teach something called drive-through talking, right? Because most people, the only time, w what happens when they're not talking, they're either looking to, they're trying to like g gain ammunition to poke holes in your argument. They're thinking about what they're gonna cook tonight, right? Or they're just waiting for you to shut up so they can get their piece in, right? And so we, we, we're not really taught to actively listen. And so, you you know, a friend of mine says, you know, I, I teach drive-through talking. He says most people are just drive-by talking, right? Just come, hey, I'm just, blah, blah, and gone, and right, and I never really check to see if the other person got the message, right? So with 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 drive-through talking, the idea is just like when you go to the drive-through at McDonald's or you know Wendy's or wherever, you know, now they got the board, but back in the day, if you want to make sure your order was right, they'd repeat it to make sure they got it. And just that one simple thing can cut out so much misunderstanding and conflict and stuff like that. So somebody says something and it's like, oh, wait a second. Are you saying da-da-da-da-da? It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I get it. 
versus, oh, yeah, I understand what you're saying, and they're gone, right, and never really got what, what the other person was trying to say in the first place. Well, and then I guess you can make sure the message isn't getting mixed up. Absolutely. Because there's lots of times you, maybe the person is upset, and then things aren't coming out quite like how they want yep. to, but then at least you can go back and be like, I think this is where this is going. Is that correct? Because right. it's, it's, it's better just to, to get it right off the bat, I suppose. Yeah, well, and listen... Like So when I do this with, with people, they always say, oh, this is excruciating. It's taking forever. It's like, well, you can do it quick and get it wrong, right? And that, that works too. Or you can put in the time and get it right. But you're absolutely right. It's like, you know, okay, I'm going to take the time to, to listen to you. And I'm going to actually ask questions to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. But, you know, we, we talk about validation. And that, that's a huge act of validation. I really want to get you. I really want to understand what you're trying to say. I'm not getting it. It might not be your fault. It might be my fault. But, you know, let's let's try. Let's work together to solve the problem of, of this misunderstanding, right? So are you saying X, Y, and Z? No. You're saying X and Y? Oh, only X and Y. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Instead of you going know? back and being like, what are they talking right, about? Like, right. they, that makes no sense right. at all. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you yeah. get a, a chocolate shake instead of a vanilla shake. You make sure you, <laughs> you get your drive through order correctly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Gans, you said that you know, men are, are geared to, to fix first, mm -hmm. and we talked about that, but mm -hmm. we're also geared to protect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just our, that's, that's the nature of men. You want to protect your friends, your significant other, your family members. And your stuff, right? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Right? Yeah, so we're kind of geared to do that too. And, and, and listen, it's not like this stuff doesn't apply on the flip side as well, because women can do this too. But, you know, a great example I see all the time is, um, you know, the guy, and this, it happens a lot around finances for some reason. Finances, money is such a big trigger for people, right? It's the number one cause of stress for individuals. It's number one cause of like friction and conflict in relationships as well. But you know, the guy will be having some kind of issue, whatever it might be. Let's say it's something at work or finances or whatever. He doesn't want to quote unquote burden the family or burden his partner with this, right? So he keeps it to himself. Well, the thing is, if somebody is in relationship with you, they know that something's off. They can feel it. They hear it in your tone of voice. They see it in your face. Your body language is different. And they may even ask, hey, you know, are you okay? What's going on, right? But this urge to protect, oh, no, I can't. I don't want to burden the, the other person with this or whatever, right? So, you know, it's motivated by love. It's motivated by the desire to treat the other person well. But on the receiving end, on the on the on what the other person gets is, okay, something's off with this person. I don't know what it is. So we start going through that list in our minds. Right. Is it me? Did I say something? Did I do something? Is, is he or she wanting to leave? What's happening? Maybe they didn't like the other day when my mother came over. Or maybe, you know, who knows, right? We, we make up all this stuff. And typically, it's not the best stuff we make up. No one's ever saying, oh, they're thinking of having a surprise for me and I can't wait for the, you know, <laughs> what's going to come, right? And I feel that might also set you up for another negative impact down the road where, where you think that the person didn't think you were tough enough to take it. Like mm -hmm. you, you weren't ready for the, something. And, That's and a great is, point. If it is finances, something like that, like oh, it's yeah. probably going to affect both of you in Absolutely. your life. So, so Absolutely. Is that some sort of... Uh, you feel a little bit scorned when it finally does come out? Well, yeah, it's like, it's like, well, like, you don't think I'm strong enough to handle this. You know, I'm your partner. I, like, why would you not include me in this? Don't you think I'm smart enough? Don't you think I'm whatever, right? Or the other person makes up whatever they're going to make up because they have no information. And then they start the argument about that, that made up thing, right? And the other person who's under pressure starts to fight back because how can you do this when I'm under all this pressure? But they don't know. They don't know what's going on. And so it's a great, <laughs> great recipe for some, like, really knockdown, drag out 
about fights, which could all be avoided just by being direct and, you know, talking to each other directly. Yeah, and that was one of my scariest things when I told my parents that I dealt with anxiety. Mm. And, and I live away. My parents live back in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and I'm out here. So I'm doing it over the phone, too. Mm-hmm. So you feel so guilty mm-hmm. because you can't do it in person. And you also feel like they're going to instantly want to rush mm. to me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it took me months before mm-hmm. I actually said something. And it just speaks to your point of of actually letting it out. And that's oh, the yeah. best piece of advice you can give, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's okay if you're like you know in a case like that where you guys are separated right like like uh, physically separated it's like listen this is what's going on with me so if you hear something happening or whatever this is it but guess what i'm good i i you know i'm going through this but i have support i have people around me I, you know whatever you let them know that you're okay so they don't have to feel like they got to jump on the plane and get out here or, or whatever right um or if you do need them to come say yes i would like you to come please come right so it's it's about really being direct and helping ourselves um get what we need by asking directly yeah but at the end of the day it's you know it's easier said than done right and you yep. you always say that it's it's to think about doing it is one thing but then mm-hmm. to actually do it is another yep and then to do it consistently so it becomes a habit Steve. another thing as well <laughs> we're chatting with dr gans the no miss father's day gift on the other side of the news men need context yeah we really do <laughs>